Greetings, rare ones. My name is Joanne, and I started the Rare Birds podcast because I wanted to hear from people like myself who come from emerging markets or the developing world, as we're called, who are entrepreneurial, resourceful, passionate, and energized to take their vision from idea to startup. Each week, you will hear me interview founders and teams from across emerging markets who are in the early stages of building their businesses. From time to time, you will also hear me speak with established ecosystem builders, mentors, investors, and business professionals who share knowledge based on their years of experience. This podcast is for anyone who is interested in hearing from the next wave of change makers across emerging markets, building in various industries from agro to tech to health, beauty, and all in between. This podcast is also for those who have ideas, but they're not entirely sure how to make them a reality. They're looking for inspiration and encouragement. We call ourselves Rare Ones. And if this sounds like you, then welcome to the family. Sit back, relax, and listen in to our always so good conversation. Bye for now. Greetings, Rare Ones, and welcome back to the Rare Birds podcast. And today I am joined by our guest, Chad Frazier, who is calling in from Grenada. Welcome, Chad, to the podcast. Hi, thank you, Joanne. Thank you for, for having me. It has been a, a while listening to some of the interesting episodes you had, and mm. I'm excited about the discussion today. Brilliant. Well, thank you for listening in. Do you have any favorites? Any favorite episodes to date? Um, I think the well, the diversity is incredible. So it's, yeah. it's almost like comparing um, grapes and apples. Um, <laughs> so, but Got it. Um, you know, I've been um, you know some of the people on there you know are just amazing. Some of the work that they're doing, yeah. especially um, some of the crypto platforms that we're yes. seeing emerging especially in places like africa and so forth it's, it's amazing absolutely well thank you for listening in and, and for your feedback brilliant so chad you're in grenada it is 9 32 a.m in grenada right yes it is yep. um, beautiful sunny day today mm -hmm. and, yeah um, you know just full of life um, we have no active covid cases so people are still moving around Nice. So we do have a lot of activity happening here now. Nice, nice. So for those who don't know anything about Grenada, can you tell us just a little bit about Grenada? Just a tad. Grenada, Grenada is, um, if the, the, the best I could say in the short time given, is that Grenada is uh, one of those remaining paradise. You know, um, you know, it's a lovely place to be. Mm -hmm. um, the most friendly people you would meet are from Grenada. Um, mm. Well, Caribbean people are usually friendly, but Grenada have a special spice about them. <laughs> you know that. that Mind usually... you, people, I am from the Caribbean too, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know they call us the Isle of Spice, right? Isle of so Spice, we have, yes. We have a special spice about us that makes us very, you know, um, welcoming to others. So um, that's in summary. What I would say about Grenada. I mean, of course, like many of the islands, we are very small. Mm. Um, you know, so the the culture is very different from some of the bigger countries. We still do say good morning to everybody you meet on the bus. Or, oh yeah, you know, good afternoon. That's a Caribbean good thing. Afternoon That's and, a Caribbean, you know, Caribbean thing. thing, right? So um, yeah, but in this, essentially, that I think that's what um, the, the best summary I could give you about Grenada. Yeah, beautiful Grenada. <laughs> Grenada has a spice. Grenada has great music, carnival. You're you're quite connected to Trinidad when it comes to the carnival and the calypso and soca and all we of that are. stuff. You we also are. have some those who are maybe a little bit older and know politics would know about Grenada, the invasion mm -hmm. um, the way invasion. back when. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, Grenada is a small island, but it's uh, it's it's well known. It's quite yeah, popular. Yeah. As you know, they say we're little, but we tell a why. Yeah, <laughs> the Jamaicans would say. The Jamaicans would say, yeah, 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 yes. definitely, definitely, definitely. Yes. So, Chad, tell us about you, your background, and and the the business, the business that the first business that you started, which I believe is Sonova. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I. 
since then, I've known myself, I've always been interested in creating things. Um, I was telling someone this story the other day of me trying to create a hovercraft when I was a little boy in primary school, you know, <laughs> after learning that the earth is a big magnet, you know, I was thinking that, you know, but it was, um, I've always had an interest in, in creating things. Yeah. Um, I, growing up, I wanted to be an inventor um, coming from, you know, um, um, what I would call, uh, what I call the time for of, of, um, of bringing um, the opportunity mm. to study the things I thought would have been important to be an inventor, then mm -hmm. I, it wasn't an option for me. I didn't have the opportunity. So I ended up studying management information systems mm. I, well, with a big focus on IT, the IT side of things. So we did programming. We did things like those. You studied and back in the, Grenada? You studied at, I, in Grenada? Uh, yes, there is a university here, the St. George's University. We're actually... Okay. Uh, pretty well-known medical school yes but they do yes. offer um they have an arts and science department that offers uh, mis and some business and other, other um, related courses people so from all over the world study medicine at st george's it's quite we, popular we are one of the best i mean i think some years ago they were ranked in the in the top five or something like that but yeah they are they are they're actually known as the most beautiful um, medical school in the world mm. because it, it, it's, um, it's it, it has two beaches on, on, on both sides of it. Oh dear. It's right on the coastline there. It's just an amazing sight. Imagine um, so, studying there. Yeah, and they attract, you know, some of the um, students from all over the world. Yeah. You know, from China and from, you know, um, the U.S., of course, but all over the world. Even Africa, we have a lot of students from Africa studying here. Nice. And it must be a little bit cheaper and nicer than studying, um, you know, something yeah, I'm not else. too sure if it's cheaper. It's <laughs> I not don't cheaper? Because no, I, I feel like it's... medical schools in like, I'm referring to the U.S. in particular, are yeah. very expensive compared to like medical schools in Europe or, or yeah. even like other parts of say Cuba or other parts of the world. Cause I know a lot of Americans go to medical school in different outside of the U S because it's just too expensive. Yeah. Cause like in St. Kitts, you have Ross, you know, Ross university, which is uh, yes. in St. Kitts. Yes. You get a lot of Americans going there and they say it's because it's nicer, but it's also cheaper. So, um, yeah. but I don't know I'm if that's not the same. Sure. I I don't know. I can't say I do. Um, mm, I don't mm. know if they're, they're, they're cheaper, mm. but I know um, a lot of students who come there um, find that the experience is, 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 is really great. You know, they're, they're incorporating the nature and the beaches and just the culture. I think people really do enjoy you know, Probably studying Probably nice there, for studying tropical diseases as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because I do have a, um, a research arm that, that's, that does a lot of work. Mm. Um, yeah, so I studied okay. in, in SGU, um, but what happened, John, uh, is that the world changed. Um, the, wow. the, the world shifted to software, <laughs> and okay. software became, became the way to invent, all right? And um, I remember back then, there were not any software companies on the island. And I always wanted to, um, while studying, I, I developed a passion for programming. And I always wanted to be a software engineer, um, or an in, well, an inventor, <laughs> but no software. <laughs> and, okay. um, and, you know, I searched for an opportunity after graduating, couldn't find anything, and, you know, of ideas. And I decided to start, to start, you know, I sat at home okay. um, for, for many years, just, you know, working on small projects. And eventually I brought on... Um, um, two, 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 two other persons to, 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 um, to help me grow it. And mm. we, we, we've been doing it for the last seven years and now we, we, wow. we grew a small team um, you know, of, of other engineers. We, we gave others the opportunity who had the passion for programming and the passion for developing and innovating. We gave them that conduit to, to really express their, 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 their love and you know that's what we do here at Sonova. We we help um, our clients, um, you know, which are mostly local businesses, build solutions. Um, but also we we have a lot of ideas, 
um, in-house and we, we build them out. And I'm guessing as we continue the conversation, we'll talk a little bit of some of the things that we're doing in-house. Yeah. But um, it's, really, it's really a place where, you know, I usually tell the staff, it's a place where ideas are welcomed, you know, and, and no idea is, um, is too out of the box for us to start thinking you know, possibilities. That's so great to hear. That is so great to hear because uh, um, the last time we spoke, we, we had a, a great conversation about how the Caribbean does not always celebrate or promote a culture of big ideas and thinking big. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really great. And I'm, I imagine yeah. you employ a lot of young people, young talent and it's, developers it's and total, technicians. Yeah. Young team. I'm the oldest. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of the oldest <laughs> and I'm 33. Oh right? my gosh. Um, so it's You're 33, Chad. I am 33. You're young, <laughs> so, you're a baby. Okay. Yes, yes. So you imagine the other babies we have here, but it's just talent, you know. Um, and, and you mentioned, and we said it the last time, the Caribbean, um, especially some of the govern governments, you know, they're not really open and welcoming to some of these ideas. And that's why we have it as a policy in-house that, you know, we're not going to frown on any idea. You know, mm -hmm. we want people in here to be comfortable discussing some of the craziest ideas that came to their head even if, even if, it, even if it doesn't seem feasible at the time but yes. it's a discussion we would have and, and just creating that environment where where that can happen because i'm telling you from when i started trying to yeah. speak to people about my ideas a lot of the times people can couldn't relate you know they can't they can't um you know envision what I'm talking about and you know right. having that environment where you could speak to other people about your ideas I think is important absolutely especially for these the young people on the team you know they are buzzing with ideas and it's important to have that outlet yes yes brimming with ideas and they've got energy and they're driven and and you have to give them a space and an opportunity to 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 channel those ideas, to put all that energy into the idea. And um, it may not be what they initially thought, but it's putting things in motion and who knows what else will come of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would say one of the biggest challenges we have here in the office is, um, is just focus because you, because you have, I would say ideas, it could be a, a cause and a blessing at the same time. Mm -hmm. you know? yes, so one true, of the things true. that we have to constantly manage is, you know, focus, just ensuring that we don't get too carried away and, and, and execute one at a time. You yes. know, um, of yes. some of the great ideas that we have. Yeah, we even share ideas good. with people who come on and interested in something to build and we say, oh, we had this idea. Maybe you might want to take a stab at it. But if yeah. we focus, 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 focus is one of the things that we, 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 we have to pay attention to always. How long have you had Sonova, Chad? How long has it been in operations? Well, um, it, it has been around seven years. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, about seven years now. 2013, I think. Okay. Um, but I started doing work before that, not under the Sonova brand. I think um, the name Sonova came up in 2012-ish. Mm. And um, I registered the company in 2000 and, you know, the business, I registered the name in 2013. And in 2006, we incorporated, but really the, 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 the venture started back in 2013. Okay. Yeah. And what exactly... That's when I brought in my partners. Okay. And what exactly do you do for your clients? What services do you provide? Well, we are a software development agency. Okay. So we, we offer... Uh, we work with a wide range of clients. We work with clients who just have an idea mm -hmm. um, and, you know, would like to know if it's even feasible. Right. Um, and then we work with the government. We work with um, bigger organizations. Earlier we were speaking about, um, we touched a little bit on you know, CBI. So we, work, we do a lot of work with, with some of these um, institutions. Um, so, but we cater for everybody. We love working on new ideas, um, yes, and, and yes. out of the box ideas that yeah. incorporate things that we never did before. So, um, you know, it, it's a wide, it's a wide gamut. Okay. Very yeah. good. Very good. So 
one of the uh, one of the things that you are have been passionate about and you're now working around is Caribbean lending, right? Lending platforms yes. in there in the yes. Caribbean. So, <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about the la the like the landscape in the Caribbean for for lending generally, and and just like what kind of lending, whether it's um, peer to peer or startup lending or just like general bank lending like just give us an yeah. overview of how it all works in and when i say caribbean i guess i would be referring to we can say caricom countries is that fair yeah. to say Carol, we want to say eastern caribbean countries but a lot of them are very similar i think um okay you know even the the bigger countries like the jamaica and so forth so mm -hmm. from listening and listening to people speak um even in another podcast we had recently we faced similar problems okay um but let me just give you a step back a bit and give you a little history on yes, how please. the idea came about, right? Okay. Um, so in terms of the landscape, we do have a wide range of lenders. We have the small PD lenders, like the Axa Finance, even Quotes, which is one of those Caribbean-wide, you know, um, they offer, they have stores throughout the region, they offer lending um, small loans as well up to $5,000. And then you have the credit unions. The credit unions are big in Grenada. Mm -hmm. um, in Grenada, yeah. I think we have one of the biggest credit unions in the Caribbean, mm, which is okay. a riser. Um, so the Caribbeans here compete for the, compete for the banks a lot. Mm. And um, you, have, you do have your, your banks. We have one local bank, and the rest of them are regional or international. Um, so it's... it's, it's, um, it's there are many options. The challenge is a lot of young people getting into, you know, um, getting into the first loan or going in with at zero, going in without any experience, not knowing exactly what to look for. Um, you know, some people will call me and ask me if 5% is, is a good interest rate because <laughs> they really don't know what is a good interest rate, right? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the language that the, the, lend the lenders speak, sometimes people can't relate. And it, it is a hassle to find a loan. I'll, I'll give you my personal experience. And that's what gives yeah. birth to the idea. Okay. Um, when, I, when I just um, finished school, I started Sonova. And at one point after starting Sonova, I had to take um, a job <laughs> to keep up because it just wasn't enough business at the time. Yeah. So I had to do some work with the, you know, I worked with the police um, force here. doing some work with them as a consultant. And um, I wanted to buy my, my house and land that I'm on now. And I remember going into one of the institutions. Actually, it's one, the one I, uh, my parents opened my first bank account in. Okay. I remember walking in there and telling the young lady that I'm interested in, uh, in acquiring this property. And, you know, just the way she reacted and the way, you know, the way they <laughs> would look at you is you, you live there feeling demotivated, right? yeah and you know the language is like you know it's not encouraging yeah and eventually i ended up you know leaving the bank going to a credit union and you know they, they were able to give me a loan i think the credit unions are less risk of us so i got my loan and you know and but that that experience with the bank you know left me thinking that you know um it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that you know lending should be something that young people should look forward to as they try to build a future you know not going and and feeling like if you know you're not you're really not you shouldn't be doing this right um yeah which is how i felt at the time yes so after speaking to some more people um you know around my age you know i realized that a lot of people having problems lending money you know mm. yeah the institutions are there but it's really a hassle Sometimes you need to visit three and four institutions before you get a, a good offer, right? Mm -hmm. And each one of them requires an appointment sometimes. So it, it spreads over, over months, you know, um, oh literally, God. you know, go in there, then you have an appointment for next month with that one. And then you may go, you may start pulling documents together for one. <laughs> and then after you get all the documents and submitted everything, you know, it takes a while to get everything. You suddenly mm -hmm. have to pay for a printout of your accounts and all these things, and you put everything in place, and you go to bring it, and then you realize you're not going to get a loan from them, right? Mm. Um, 
So sometimes you have to repeat that process over and over. So it was a hassle. It is a hassle currently to, 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 get, to get lending, um, to get a loan, um, and specifically speaking to personal lending. But I know small business lending is also a hassle. Mm-hmm. But we're going we're gonna to focus initially on personal lending. Um, and um, later on, um, you know, add support for, for business loans and, and supporting small businesses in, in, in finance. But um, so that's what the idea is about. That, that's the problem we're trying to solve. So okay. the idea is uh, the solution we came up with was, um, uh, I thought, what if there was just an app where you can put in your details that you have to fill out over and over all your, your assets, uh, your expenses, right. your income sources. You have, to, you have to do that over and over. What if you do it only once in an app and then when you're interested in lending, you can now... Um, create an RFP if you <laughs> a request for proposals and say, right. okay, this is the amount I'm looking for, this is what I'm looking for it for. And that goes to a marketplace where all the institutions who are participating have mm-hmm. access and they could now make you proposals based on data. Your data is anonymized, so they're not seeing that Joanne is looking for a loan. They're seeing that there's an individual looking for a loan. Yes. And this is the amount they're looking for. Um, you know, we even remove gender from it. Nice. Right? So they don't know yes. if it's male or female. Because we know that's it. we know that's a barrier. Yes, yes. It is. You know, so we remove some of those things. We put it anonymize it, and we put it up so the banks could bid. And now the power is in the hands of the borrower to choose which institution they would like to go with. You know, from the proposal that they receive, and that's the first step. You know, to start off with the marketplace, you add additional functionality to support the banks and support the process of of um, of, of um, passing that loan through their internal workflows and so forth. But that second phase, initially we want to just deal with you know providing that marketplace so people get quick, um, convenient um, lending. Wow! And you said this is the Caribbean's mm-hmm. first lending marketplace is that true i think so from the research that we did um we didn't came up came across any other so i'm assuming that we're the first i mean i i, I could be corrected <laughs> right but uh, if there is any there it's probably it's probably still pretty small but um i think um i can at this point based on the information i have i can safely say that <laughs> Wow. Okay. So this was born out of your, your own frustration in the process, the the process of, of getting, of acquiring a loan being too cumbersome, right? Yes. So the marketplace is going to connect uh, lenders with borrowers, right? Precisely. Precisely. So what we're finding mm -hmm. too is that a lot of the, um, the small credit unions who Mm -hmm. have a huge marketing budget, Mm-hmm. They are seeing they are really excited about it because now it kind of levels the playing field. Now they get the visibility in that they could see who's looking for a loan and they could put their proposal out there for people to see what they're offering. Because mm-hmm. I would tell you, some of the smaller credit unions are offering really, really good deals, <laughs> even compared to some of the banks. You know, um, so um, it, it really levels the playing field for some of the smaller institutions and they are very very excited about yeah i was gonna say like who are your early adopters yeah we've been having um i can't say names right well not names (laughs) well not names per se uh, but like what type like just give us like an idea of what types of are they you know uh credit unions are they uh traditional banks you know like sort of from from our early engagements, we're mm-hmm. we're seeing some interest from from both types of institutions. Mm-hmm. I think because we had more feedback from credit unions, mm-hmm. and um, from an implementation standpoint, they are I would say easier to work with because they are all local. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, we only have one local bank, um, so the decisions are made here locally. <laughs> Um, you could actually speak to someone um, sure. and, and have, it, have it go through the pipeline quickly. 
Um, whereas some of the international banks, you have to, you know, deal with a decision maker based on the country, and you know, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot more hassle. Yeah. But um, for the credit unions, the credit unions are, uh, say, low hanging fruits. They're easier to connect with and and um, engage. And we've been getting a lot of interest from the credit unions. Of course, it could be because there are much more credit unions than than local banks here, but uh, the credit unions mm. are the ones who are really um, showing the interest in being a part of it. Um, we do have a band that, that expressed, the local bank expressed a lot of interest as well. So we're still mm. tying up some ends, but um, mm. I think, um, yeah, the credit unions. And we're also engaging some of the payday lenders, mm-hmm. the small loans, you know, $2,000 and, and under. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know the, the feedback has been great so far. So, so first question, why, I mean, I know you said credit unions are very popular there in Grenada. Why, why can you explain to us why that is? I mean, credit unions tend to offer lower rates, for example. They tend to be better for like buying homes and education. And, but why are they so popular in Grenada? Because you said there's the, the market shares, it, the market is dominated by, by credit unions, yeah, right? Yeah, um, the thing is credit unions go way back, yeah? Mm. Um, you know, back in the days, I remember there, there were a lot of community-based credit unions. And um, I mean, so before we had a lot, a lot, a lot like, don't quote me on that, but from, from the, um, the optics, I remember a lot more credit unions. I remember Kuroshu had one going, a lot of communities had credit unions. Now we have a few bigger ones, and then we do have the small ones. There are churches that have credit unions. Mm. There are some um, some of the unions. The unions also drove the union movement. Drove a lot of the, the establishment of a, of a lot of the credit unions here. Right. So there is a teachers credit union. Well, I think teachers rebranded. I think no teachers still there are teachers. Right. Then we have Arisa, which was a, was based on a union as well one of the unions here. And then we have, you know, public service credit unions. So we have a bunch of these credit unions that are based on unions. And then you have those that are community-based, um, like Grenville Credit Union, which was initially a Grenville-based. Grenville is a, one of the smaller towns in Grenada. Okay. Uh, which was a Grenville-based credit unions, but now I see they're expanding to St. George's, which is a, another town. They have a branch on St. George's now, and they're growing. But credit unions, um, all the, risk, the drivers, I believe, is because of how they how they structured. Right. Um, you know, um, they they're a lot less risk averse than the banks. Right. And people who are just starting off in life find it easier to get their first loan from a credit union. They'll get mm. it faster from dealing mm. with a bank, especially if you're you're not as um, established in terms of having a full-time mm-hmm. job and all these things. You, have, you don't have a credit uh, profile yet. You don't have any of these. Right, you know, we'll take a chance with you before mm-hmm. some of the banks. Mm-hmm. So um, they have grown in popularity. I, even though I, I meet people who, I speak to people as we're doing the research for developing SPIN. Um, oh, that's the first time we're mentioning SPIN, but that's SPIN the is name. the name of the... <laughs> of the um, S-F-I-N, SPIN. Lending, yeah, Lending. Mm-hmm. yes. So we intend to offer more fintech, um, build on top of the, the initial offering and offer more services. But um, the lending is where we're going to start off, which I think it's, it's most needed at the moment. So, and then, um, okay, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, yeah. so in doing the research for SPIN, we realized mm-hmm. a lot of people, like a lot of young people, mm-hmm. and it confirms what I'm saying, they're getting their first loans from credit unions. Mm-hmm. Because they're no, they have not been established yet. They have no no history, so they they are getting their first loans from credit unions. Right, I see. So, what are you providing? Okay, like, are you providing a risk profile and sort of the technology for the credit unions? Are you? Is it? Is it like? It's not SaaS, right? It's not software. No. Is it software? It's not software as a service. It's more like you're providing the platform to bring the two parties together. But what exactly, what exactly is that thing that you're using to bring them together? Is it uh, the technology that allows you to 
the borrower to streamline the application process? Is it like yes. a risk profile? Can you can you explain a little bit more about exactly what it so is? The approach we took is is the tiered, right? Um, mm -hmm. We're going to start off with um, we broke up broke up the implementation and uh, the, the offering into multiple phases. And where we're starting off is by offering the marketplace. Mm. So the idea is. Um, we would simplify the application process for the borrower. Got it. We have them enter the information in one place once, and mm -hmm. they can reach multiple credit unions. And the time saving for the borrower is incredible. Mm. We save them hours and hours of, you know, and a lot of cash monies as well, because you have to, instead of making having to make duplicates and, you know, um, taking all this time to meet with the credit unions and the banks. And you know, in the Caribbean, most of the banks are open between eight and, and two. So it means that you have to take time off from your work, especially if you're getting paid early, you have to take time off from your paying jobs to, to go to a bank to get denied in, in a lot of the cases, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it really it, it is a time saving, a time saver and added convenience for the borrower. Got for it. the lenders, it, it is uh, a cost saver as well, right? Instead of having to, you know, market to acquire these customers, you have all these customers coming to you in one place, all right? So your, your customer acquisition costs, um, in, in a lot of the cases too, the, the, a, a, um, a borrower taking a loan from you equates to a new customer because a lot of the times what we, what we found is that people would, would get a loan, especially now with, with the credit unions. They will get a loan with a credit union that they're not a member of. So just the act of going through the process of, of pursuing a loan and um, you know, introduces them to that institution that they, they would now do their savings with and do other things with, right? Right. So it, it, it's customer acquisition, not only for that loan, but for future, future um, opportunities, right? Yes. So we are offering that platform where they could really acquire customers easier. Um, that's phase one. Phase okay. two, we're going to build out, because the platform also offers a mechanism for the banks to request additional information from that borrower. Right. So let's say, for example, you know, you're missing us. We, we have the, 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 the important bits that has to be submitted, right? Yes. Once the bank accepts and you accept the proposal from the bank, then right. your information that we have on you is sent over to the bank. It's packaged for the bank. They also have the opportunity within the platform to, to request additional information from you. And later on, we want to continue streamlining that, that back and forth between the, the borrower and the lender. Right. So phase two, what we would build out is a SaaS platform that would allow the bank to right. walk the application through the process. So for example, sending that application for approval you know, um, all digital, all within the platform, where the approvers or the, the out of the institutions have what they call a lending committee. Yes. Committee members could see the, see the application, review it, give, submit their report on it, and everything happens through that platform. That's phase two, and that would be a SaaS offering. And that's with, SaaS, okay, right. Yeah, that, that would be a SaaS offering. The, the original marketplace would be driven, um, the, the, the model, for us is, is, uh, is commissions. We, we, we get okay. a small commission on every, every um, process. Um, yeah, so, and, and then um, we would like later on to make even lending even easier. You should be able to borrow, go in one of our stores, let's say interested in buying a computer. Um, you should scan your code on a computer and say, I would like to buy this item and mm. get quotes get get proposals from the institutions or you may want to buy a vehicle, you should be able to scan a QR code a, at a dealership and have the information packaged and sent out in RFP so the mm. institutions could send a proposal. So the idea is to make it easier and more convenient for um, for lenders to, to find um, borrowers to find um, a lending partner. Right. This is a really, really interesting idea. Really, really interesting idea. Yeah. So you're, is your entire team of Sonova working on this or is it a separate team? We, we, we're using our existing team. Um, 
you know, we had to sacrifice on taking on projects and so forth to, to be able to do it. Um, but, you know, we have our team. You know, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's um, all in-house. Okay. All in-house. Right. Yeah, and, and the platform would run, the app would run on both Android and iOS devices. And then um, the banks basically will be interacting with our web-based marketplaces. A web-based application. Okay, nice, nice. So, when are you looking to launch your platform? S. Think, yeah, we we're starting some on the marketing front. Um, we're 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 preparing to to get the full set of material out there, launch a landing page, and um, put our mailing list together so people start signing up to 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 get notifications as we as we publish stuff and then um so we're hoping to do um, um the third week in september oh, okay oh wow yeah. that's in about three weeks in about three weeks so nice we already started we already had some conversations with some of the institutions okay so we're going to start off with um three or four institutions Okay. Um, with representation from each of the categories that I we spoke about, and yes. then um, get some early early persons who are in the market for lending now. Um, you know, get um, a couple of persons who are willing to use the platform to pursue that. So nice. the idea is to have a, a small number of of users from both sides of the marketplace and and uh, get that out there for, and then we. Later on, open it up as we, you know, get our, our, our set and everything works the way it should work and we're collecting the right set of data that the banks need. I mean, we have, we've consulted a lot of the, of the institutions, um, you know, in terms of gathering the type of data that they would, that they would need to, yeah. to make a determination of, as to whether or not they could offer someone um, a loan. So we think we have all what they need currently. So just a matter of fine-tuning that and, and refining it as we get a picture. Right. And now you mentioned um, expanding this regionally into the Caribbean and then even beyond or outside of the region. Can you talk more about that? Definitely. Yeah, once we have a model that works here in Grenada, mm -hmm. we intend to, um, to offer it in the, some of the other islands. Um, a lot of the banks, especially some of the regional banks and, and that operate here, operate in the other islands as well. Right. So um, I think once we have um, the coverage here, it will be easy um, because we, 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 we would be working with some of the same partners. Yes, right? yes, yes. Um, so that's the plan. We don't have timelines and support yet because, of course, it depends on the success here that we have here. But it's something we're going to be excited about. Definitely. And do you plan to go beyond the Caribbean region? We do. I mean, if there is a market, I mean, to make sure that we have something that works, I and mean, we really understand how to how to grow it, right. how to market it. Um, once we have that knowledge, um, you know, we would we would of course look into opportunities outside of the region places like Africa and, you know, even some of the more developed um, countries. Absolutely. Have you considered incorporating block te blockchain technology on your marketplace? Because the smart contracts could be used to, to, um, for the actual, uh, the, the application processes. So for example, yeah. when the, when the, um, the borrow inputs all of the, the information, it could be sealed within a contract that's then sent to the lender. I mean, that's just one way, but yeah. Because I know yeah. a lot of, a lot of uh, startups in particular are using smart contracts uh, within their marketplaces to make it more transparent and, and so on. So that just mm -hmm. came to mind. I think uh, later on, uh, based on what we're dealing with now, um, I think the smart contracts are great because it, it would give um, some more um, assurance that you know the data is not changed and you know it is what it should be yes, and, yes. Uh, and so forth and security yes. but I think um, at this stage that we are it is the best candidate for blockchain got it um, I think as we add additional services on it though 
-hmm. some of these need to be implemented on top of blockchain technology just mm -hmm. to give the users of the app um, that that peace of mind that the data would be safe and you know um, not only tampered with and, and so forth and also give the banks and partners we work with that you know that that that, that assurance but I believe that um, currently as it stands is not uh, I don't think it's necessary at, the, at this time yeah yeah but yeah we are and that's that's something I've been looking in our, um, in the the rebels um, Slack and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, exciting with the activity that's happening in there, Joanne. Yeah, great job with that. Thank but, you. But um, I've been I've been looking at some of the the bio on there to find someone who has that we got a, because we got a lot of blockchain people, as you know. I mean, we just yes. came out of a blockchain accelerator, so <laughs> when it comes to the, yep, the developers, yep. we've got access to a lot of those in uh in Rare yep. We also have so one of our partners, Web Three Bridge, who um. He trains, uh, he upskills Web two developers to Web three, so that's that's what he does. So yeah, there's a there's yeah, there's a I'll lot probably of probably to be with him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, because I think um, you know we have a really competent team here. We don't have a lot of experience. I mean, apart from individuals doing their own private research and having discussions around the office, we've never done a blockchain project yeah. but um, i'm definitely interested in, in speaking and collaborating with others on the on the rare buds team yeah i mean for, how we for can, um, collaborate and, in terms of the blockchain it's mostly i know a lot of the guys they use algorand but mostly ethereum ethereum is quite popular so using mm -hmm. like solidity and and so on but yeah the uh, those those guys would be be perfect um for that it's always, yeah, I think, I think with at, finance, blockchain is good with these finance platforms. Like you said, to add that extra yeah. layer of trust, make it trustless yes, and secure. Yeah. 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 We, I mean, I have ex experimented with it a bit, um, uh, specifically Hyperledger Fabric. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, just, just looking at, at, at that. And, but um, I think, uh, you know, as a platform grows, mm -hmm. uh, we, would, we would be evaluating you know, but I think it's important to, to do it at the right time, you know. Absolutely. Um, and because of uh, time to market for us was a huge factor. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think, you know, given our, our setting house and so forth, it, um, I would wait for there to be a more, um, a better a better use case for the, okay. for the blockchain before sure. investing there. Yeah. Absolutely. But do you have an MVP now or some kind of prototype or yes, you've got all do, of that? We do. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We have all of that. So, as a matter of fact, the, the, the app is, I would say, about 90% there. Um, okay. And as a market, the online marketplace, it's, 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 it's a little over 95% there. It's, it's just fine-tuning some things and you know, just um, testing and ensuring that everything is streamlined and works works well. Sure. Um, so we would start do we started um, doing some of uh, our demos and so forth. Um, and hopefully this week, this upcoming week, we will have a couple more um, and get feedback. The idea is to get feedback, early feedback from from some of the institutions. And nice. As we prepare for for our launch, but it's it's in terms of the platform itself, we're. we're very close to completion of phase one. Well, once you launch, you need to come in when we, because we're kicking off our first Rare Birds event in Airmeet in two weeks. But so once you launch and you've officially put it out there, you've got to come and join us and do show, do a demo for us. Well, definitely. I'll be, I'll be, yeah. I'll be happy to. And showcase what we're doing. We can invite all of those uh, Web3 guys. They'll love to give you ideas and feedback. Oh, <laughs> no, It'll I, be pretty I'm, cool. I'm, I welcome that, John. Yeah, I absolutely. You know, I, I was thinking, how do you think this is going to be received by, I mean, I know you said your, your, your market is probably... Um, what do you call these people? The um, why? Why is the name? Uh, credit. The, the what do you call these people? unions? Yeah, the credit unions. Sorry, yes, sorry. What yeah. about traditional banks? And how do you think they're going to receive uh, receive this? Your platform. 
The thing is, Joanna, it's not totally newer. Mm. Um, while it's, it's, in, it's in, um, in doing our research, we, we came across um, Lending Tree and some of these mm. um, platforms that are uh, exist currently in the US, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it, it's a benefit to the banks. I mean, when you, when you think about it, it's really helping them with their marketing, right? Helping them attract new customers with, with a lot less spending. Um, because we're going to do the marketing and we're going to get the customers on the platform and we're going to get the customers to submit that they're looking for a loan. There is no other place that a bank, right, mm -hmm. could go to get that pool of customers, not only customers, but potential customers who are ready yeah. to lend. That's, the, that's it right there, Let, ready. That's the word. Yes. <laughs> You know, they are ready to go and uh, now they're looking for a partner. And in terms of marketing channels, I don't think you'll get better than that. Mm. So in the app, we also offer the opportunity for the institutions to, to market their, their lending products. So, you know, a lot of the, the banks and credit unions, they have special promotions going on. You know, right now it's back to school, mm. you know, um, and some of them have like the credit cards and so forth that they're that they're um, they're marketing, and um, we also offer the opportunity for them to to market on that channel, right? And, um, in a place where you know everybody on there, almost everybody on there is looking for lending, and one of the opportunities we're looking for as well um, for a lot of young people, um, <clears throat> um, consolidation of the loans and some of those things where you're not looking for, you're looking for a new loan, but you really want to, you know, um, optimize your, your portfolio. Mm. Um, we want the platform to support making those recommendations to the users as well. So you know, just you go on there and you're posting looking for a loan. We want to be able to look at your data, uh, not in person, but have algorithms, look at your data and say, hey, you might be a good candidate for consolidation. Right. right, and this is this is how much you might be able to save um, in terms of um, your monthly output, or uh, even uh, overall saving general over the period of the loans that you have. This is how much you might be able to save if you consolidate and go with one institution that could buy over all these loans and basically take over all these all these loans and give you a better a better rate. Yes, so yes. These are some of the things that we're looking at because we see other young people going there; they can't get a loan because they have a bunch of small loans around the place. And when you look at it, the service ratio is high, right? And, yeah. you know, so, but, but if an organization, if, if, if you look at the, 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 all the loans that you have, there might be a way to optimize it and have one loan and, and might be able to include what you're looking for if you're looking to buy a vehicle. You could take mm. your existing loans, package it up, and give, make you an offer that would not allow you to be able to afford that dream or afford that, what you're trying to achieve, right? Sure, sure. So the idea, the idea is to really be that place where young people go on, they could, they could get advice on, on lending, you know, they could get advice on, you know, optimization of their, their current, you know, um, and debts and, and, and uh, loans, and really help them meet their, their financial or life goals, you know, yeah, through, yeah. through proper management of, of, of the, the debt and so forth. So it sounds like your demographic are what, 18 to, to 35 or somewhere thereabouts? I think some of the, right there. Yeah, mm. young people who are, that's our, our target audience. Mm. I mean, um, it, it, we're looking at young people who are now, you know, doing their first jobs. Right. Um, you know, they're, they're going up. You know, and we have a lot of people who came back with degrees and they're now doing good jobs and mm -hmm. they're interested in lending, but they have no idea how to go about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so that's our demographic there. Okay, that's brilliant. Well, this was this was so excited to to hear and, and to, to learn and understand what's going on. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. So it's three weeks away, Chad, three weeks to go. Yes, 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 three weeks to go. Um, we'll, uh, we'll definitely share more with the community. Yes, um, please. As we progress towards our target, um, as we put out um, more information out there. 
I mean, Absolutely. today was about, today we did a, we put out a lot of information already, <laughs> but okay. there would be more coming as we, we learn more and sure. we'll just keep the, the team updated as we, on our social media channels and so forth. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So Chad, if people want to reach out to you, how can they find you? I mean, I found, I know you're on Twitter, you're on yes. LinkedIn, on Facebook. On do you want to, do you want to give us all of your handles? Sure. Um, well, you could search for Chad and, and Chad Fraser on any of the platforms. Okay. Um, you know, um, and I'll put them in the show notes too. You'll put so. them in the show notes, definitely. And on then website, um, if you want to send me an email, mm -hmm. you can email me at chad at sonova.com. Okay. That's C-H-A-D at S-O-N-O-V-E-R.com. And, um, you know, I, I usually respond to emails, you know, the same day at least. <laughs> um, okay, that's good. I'm also I'm also on LinkedIn. If you look for Chad T. Fraser, that's my handle there. And um, I'm also on Twitter. I'm not a huge Twitter user. I, I know you're not because I tweeted yeah. <laughs> at you today. I tweeted you in the in the lineup, and I looked at. I looked at the, your profile. I was like, Chad does not spend any time on Twitter. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't. In fact, yesterday I was telling um, someone, you know, I, I have an Instagram account as well. And yeah, I, I saw went that. There. I saw I have that. Two photos, but I have a whole hundred and something followers out there. I was like, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, apparently it just, it just happens organically um, <laughs> without much activity from me. But I am on Instagram, but the best place to reach me would be on LinkedIn. Okay. And email, email. Um, and then if, if based on, you know, discussion and so forth, I could share my number with you and then we could do, we could do WhatsApp and so forth. But, That's um, fantastic. That's fantastic. And when you're ready, please come uh, to our monthly, one of our monthly events. We use AirMeet, which is awesome. I don't know if you've used AirMeet before, but we love it. It's I incredible. Am. And uh, you can do a demo for us and show us what how how this stuff okay. works and it'll be amazing. We'd love to, 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 to see to see that. Yeah, so this is awesome. Nice man, the Caribbean's first lending marketplace. Woo! I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're hoping to be the next lending tree of the Caribbean. I mean, yeah, as you were speaking it, you know, discussing it through and explaining it, that's what came to mind, lending tree. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. came to my mind initially. Oh, this sounds like, you know, like a lending tree. I mean, lending tree in, in the U.S., I think it, it started off as a simple marketplace, but they're into everything now, right? They're like, doing insurance. Oh, my God. You know, they're doing a lot. But um, I, I, I listened to the story of the founder and how they started. Mm -hmm. because I never heard of them when I came up with the idea. Sure, it, sure. It was speaking with um, a friend who was trying to get me in touch with someone um, who could have helped, you know, and one of the decision makers. And after, after describing to them what it is, they were like, oh, so it's like a lending tree. <laughs> and then, yeah. So let, me, let me check out lending tree. And the story is very similar. You know, the founder was having challenges in, um, in getting loan, you know, the, the, the whole how the service worked, you know, it just, it just wasn't convenient. Mm. And, um, and it came about the idea of developing this. And I think our, our, our experiences are very similar. That's, that's what prompted me to, to do this idea. No, this is excellent. So this is excellent. I'm excited Chad. about it. I'm excited for you as well. I'm so glad that uh, we got a chance to, to speak and for you to share this. And I think that there's going to be a lot of people, particularly those in the Caribbean, who are really interested in this and those you know as you know like you said earlier we have a lot of fintech people that we get on that i get on from the african continent who do a lot of this kind of stuff as well so you never know yeah. opportunities no, exist everywhere yeah um but joanna i just want to say you know thanks for having me and it's a great job you're doing with bringing all these people i mean i i sometimes sit down and wonder well how does joan come across so many people from so many different continents around the world, you know, um, it's, it's just amazing I love it. that you're able to pull it, pull it together. But yeah. I mean, it has, it, 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 it is a great experience listening to some of these stories. And, you know, Thank the you. Are on board. Well, as long as yeah. people are finding value, 
I'm happy. And it's just, it's good fun. It's good fun. And we've got a lot more things planned and ideas and things that I want to happen and working with my teammates and everything. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it continues to evolve, but it's all good fun. What I enjoy most is seeing how, seeing all the different people connect together from different places and, and seeing how people can collaborate beyond their borders where they live you know the world i always say the world is big especially for us coming from the caribbean we've talked about this before it's small and sometimes the culture doesn't always support big ideas but um the world is big there are a lot of people out there so if you can come to a platform and you can meet people from other parts of the world who are interested in what you're doing and support what you're doing i think that's an incredible opportunity so and definitely that's what definitely. we're hoping to do. Yeah. yeah and it's good to connect with people who have similar because sometimes you have ideas but you know you, you don't know everything you don't know how to put piece it together but you Absolutely. listen to someone who just did it in africa or who yes. just did something similar in a different yes. country and you know it's, it's it's good to have the you know the reach to be able to say okay let me connect with them and, and see what they're you know especially if, are, if you could collaborate Absolutely, and especially when you come from emerging market countries where this the issues are tend to be the same. So it's it's like a, a a same same kind of background as opposed to trying to emulate or 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 do things based on models that are done in North America and Western Europe, where they're just so much more advanced and 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 yeah. everything is so different. It's it's easier to it's more comparable with with another a person from a country who has similar struggles to yours because you can learn and share yeah. share um experiences and and use cases and that kind of thing so i'm really yeah, big on, on that too some a lot of us are coming from very small countries yeah you know, um, yeah a lot of ideas are not feasible in many of our countries you know a lot of ideas that can work in in the u.s or even in china mm -hmm. um you know, definitely I mean, uh, we don't have the, the numbers to make it work um, sustainably in a small country like Grenada. Yes. So I think also having that ability to network with people um, who can potentially help you enter a different market is, is also very important for the survival of, of ideas that might be a little too big for the country you're in <laughs> um, Absolutely. you know i think i think that's that's also a, a very important um, factor there. you know and as you mentioned china what i will say my three years of living in china one thing china has taught me is that you don't have to try to emulate other countries or other cultures to be successful you can be yourself you can have your own culture you can do things your way and still be very successful, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's something that the Chinese are very, very good at being successful in their own way. Everything with way. Chinese characteristics. <laughs> mm -hmm. They give everything, they make everything work for them. Whereas I think yeah. so many other countries in emerging markets, frontier markets, whatever they're calling them now, calling us now, want to emulate things in north america yeah. and be like america and be like this and be like that and you know it's okay the chinese are like well we're just going to be like ourselves um we're going to do it our way <laughs> and and that's one thing i've learned from here especially from businesses here and and how they do things and how things work so you can be successful you can have a successful business based on models that work in your country in your culture and for your people that's very important to understand yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Chad, thank you so much. It's been wonderful to speak with you. S-F-I-N. S-Fin Lending. It's on its way, people. The Caribbean's first lending marketplace. You heard it here on Ray Birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you, Chad. And until next time, bye for now. Hey there, Rare Ones. I hope you enjoyed listening into this week's conversation. The Rare Birds podcast is available for listen across all major platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Anchor, and several more.
Please share our conversations with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You can do so by opting in on our homepage of our website, www.rarebirdshq.com. The weekly newsletter provides analysis and data around the topics explored in our weekly conversations. Lastly, I would love your feedback and spend way too much time on Twitter. My handle is included in the notes section of each episode. Tweet me your thoughts, ideas, opinions, and feedback because I'm always looking for ways to improve my craft. If you absolutely love what you heard, then rate us on your favorite podcast platform. See you next week for more conversation. Bye for now.